Hello, hello. My goodness, it feels like it's been a while again. This is Erin Breeze, Drive Time, Drive Time. We are out on the road of life after divorce. And yes, I know you can tell we are on the road, the actual road. And I've been missing you all. It has been, it's just busy in the summer, isn't it? Schedules are so different. And anyway, I mean, one of my clients was reminding me yesterday, I'm really close to the beach. No excuses for why I'm not doing my beach time experiment, even if I'm not doing a commute. And she's right, and it's just been really busy. It's been hard even for me to get not that far to the beach for this. So I'm happy to chat with you now. I am actually doing my morning commute. Not yet a school day. Our school resumes next Wednesday. But um, today is Harper, my oldest's registration for high school. So I'm on my way to pick her up from her dad and stepmoms and um, be the one to stand in the lines and do all the things um, that we need to do for the next, I guess it takes a couple hours. There's books and red, I don't know, PE clothes, all kinds of stuff that we have to do. Um, So I'm feeling excited for her to enter into high school this whole new world also just like wow time does fly it's such a cliche and it's so true it's hard to believe that she is um 14 and headed into high school so i have here's what i want us to do together because you know after the summer uh We got to do a little readjustment, right? A little realignment. We got to get the car checked in, checked out. See, do the tires need rotating? Does the, I don't know, is the steering still like the alignment aligned? Whatever. We got to do all that because when we've been in a place of like a little bit of happy chaos, crazy chaos, or just schedules being all over the place we need to take some time and I might feel a little bit early if you're like me and like a week still a week or so out from the return to more nor- a more normal routine I certainly can't wait to, to I really love the fall for me there's always something about the fall getting back into the school routine plus I love the change of seasons that always feels super grounding um my favorite seasons are well I was going to say fall and winter. And then I was going to say summer, spring too. But anyway, <laughs> I am on a tangent. I love the, there's something about going from summer to fall that feels very restorative and like we can reset and come indoors a bit more um, and get into our routine and just kind of enjoy the harvest, right? So we want to, there's three things that I want to talk about to just bring to bring to top of mind for us. And we're going to, you know me, I like to make it easy to remember. So ABC, the first one is alignment. And so what I would love for you to do is just check in with yourself. How is your daily alignment practice? And that can look a ton of different ways. As long as you're feeling aligned, it doesn't really matter. And by aligned, I mean that you feel that you are directing the course of your day, that you are at the wheel, right? That you, from the time that you wake up, you're also focused on the things that have you having the feelings that you want to experience. So we're not racing out of bed already, you know, in a flurry of whatever, reacting to things, um, that we're really consciously setting up our day so that we can experience the things that we want to. And, you know, we have so much power on how we do this. 
And I don't think often enough we are sort of harnessing all of that, right? We sometimes do feel that we are like that there's all these pressures and forces and things that are just here that we have to kind of struggle with or force through or navigate. And alignment means that we're dropping all of that orientation, that relationship to all the things. Yes, we might have busy lives and demands, but we always get to shift from a have to to a get to. It's one of my favorite sayings that came from one of my friends and mentors, Bob Tipton, make help he years ago helped me see that I, I had this opportunity. This is back when I was running a, a nonprofit. I could shift into think like I needed to shift because if you're in a space of everything feeling like an obligation, you will burn out and life feels really unfun and you don't have the energy or the creativity available to you to just be happy to enjoy things and relationships and, and all the, all the good stuff, right? So alignment allows us to, from the moment we're conscious and awake, be that author of the story that we intend, not be kind of reacting to whatever the news headline of the day that came from a boss or a co-parent or a child or whatever. So we want to really be disciplined around that, committed around that, so that we can enjoy the benefit of what it looks like to have that level of mastery. So I want you to just take a look. Like, is your morning practice aligning? Are you setting up your day? And this does not have to take hours. It's nice sometimes to give yourself an hour if there's when, you know, a day or two that you can do that when you don't have your kiddos or when there's already someplace. I really encourage you to make more space if that is a rarity, but for alignment every day, like you don't have, it doesn't have to be long. It's more about where are you placing your attention and intention, right? So if it's a combination of journaling, meditation, movement, hydration, like whatever those things are that allow you to be conscious from this place of, I am creating this incredible life this is what I'm up to today. This is what I'm going to enjoy. This is what I'm grateful for. This is what I'm excited about, right? Like that's, that's what I mean by alignment. So take a look because often I'm raising my hand. Do we, we need a little, our alignment practices have gotten a little scattered or haphazard or inconsistent because of the summer. So it's a beautiful time to just have a look and come up with your new plan and commit to it. The next place I want you to take a look because this also can get a little wonky in the summer is our boundaries. We have powerful boundaries, <laughs> but we don't always set and enforce them. And when things are inconsistent in terms of routine, it can often lead to like inconsistent boundaries just because thing, you know, it's harder to, we haven't anticipated things sometimes, things catch us off guard or just things are irregular, right? So I'd love for you to take a look, like, are there places and boundaries, you know, this is such an important area for mamas, for women. We got to look at it and I'd love for you to look at it in all the main areas of your life. And if you're not sure where to look, like, I promise if you just sit for five minutes and notice, like, what comes in, like what are, what are, what's here with me? What's in my space? What are the people, the things, the ideas, like what flows in, <coughs> excuse me, you'll notice because they'll pop in, right? And that will give you clues to like, okay, I'm thinking a lot about work 
or I'm thinking a lot about these conversations that I had, or I'm thinking a lot about this situation, right? And that will give us clues to look and say, like, okay, if this is taking up a lot of my, my space in terms of internal, like, thought process space, but also physical space, whatever is on your mind, we want to look and see, like, okay, is, am I keeping it in the appropriate container? And by that, I mean, like, there are things that, that, always belong with us, that we allow in because we want them to be with us all the time. Um, then there are things that we really want to only give limited attention to, right? And so we, we got to be really clear with ourselves. What, what time am I allowing myself? Hold on. I'm merging, merging over. Okay. We got, we got through. Um, we want to like be conscious of, am I letting certain things run rampant, right? Has, are the weeds taking over the garden, right? The things that you have planted in your garden, that's the stuff that I mean, like you have, you want it with you all the time, your well being and your focus and your joy and gratitude, um, your young children, like these things that we have with us, right? And then there are things that we want to give a container around that we need to really be thoughtful about because we don't want those weeds to grow. Um, or we just, you know what, they're just, they'll take, they're just, they're a plant that we love, but that they'll take over in the garden if we don't keep them pruned, right? So it doesn't mean they're bad or wrong, just things that we need to be more conscious of. And that can be anything from is work encroaching into personal life, our kids encroaching into social time with adults that's really important to protect our things encroaching into other things i am like looking around my space i was looking at it last night i had my girls all week from they were home and out of it was like our kind of our week to do little outings and things but not in an official camp and um the house is a disaster and then i went right into harper had a soccer tournament last weekend and we got back late Sunday night. So I haven't had a chance cause it's Tuesday morning now. And then I had a big work day yesterday. So I'm looking around like, okay, today after I finished my work stuff, uh, we're going to just, we're going to play some music and do a whole reset of the place. And that will feel so good because that's creating a physical boundary, right? And we all thrive better when our space feels harmonious <laughs> and right now right now the melody is kind of not not at all in harmony for me so that's what I mean I want you to look with your boundaries like what are your thoughts about like what's in your space and it can be physical stuff it can be mental stuff and emotional stuff it can be you know people um that you need to you need to check in with <laughs> in terms of you check in with you and how much you're allowing people in um and so, oh my gosh, I have to wrap up. It's, how did time go by so fast? Um, no, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me check. What time is it? Oh, I have a few more minutes. Okay, good. So, um, I'm just, I pulled over. So don't worry. We're, we're driving safely as I check the time on the radio. Um, okay. So I, cause there was another thing I want to talk about boundaries and then we still have C. So we are doing ABC of our reset from our summer as we anticipate joyfully and excitedly the return of school schedule routine. I certainly am excited for that. Um, so we talked about alignment and really looking like what, how is it? <laughs> am I, am I aligned? How is my alignment practice? What would I like to 
change about it and commit to so that I have more of it. Then we were talking about boundaries. And the last thing I wanted to say, because again, one of my lovely clients remind me of this last night on a group call. Um, I had talked way back on one of the car casts about who do you let into your world? And that's, that's an, another process for, for really thinking about your power of your boundaries. Your world is your life experience. And often we don't realize that we let people in who have no right to having access to our whole world. Now, are there people, these people are still people that we have to interact with. Absolutely. But what I mean by being in your world is that you get to set the criteria, the conditions for entry. And that's really important. And a lot of times coming out of divorce, we realize like, okay, our former partner is no longer in our world because we realize something happened in the, in the, the relationship. And this isn't true for everybody. Sometimes divorces happen and there's like a level of friendship still where this person is still very much in your world. And if that's the case, wonderful. But often there was a breakdown of communication or trust or values or something where you realize like, Oh, this is a human who, of course, I'm grateful for because we share, share history, a family, all of these things, but I'm moving them out of my world because they don't, they don't match my new criteria. And often this is because we've developed new criteria from the time that we got married or met them. Right. And so it's not that anybody's doing anything wrong. It's just that you're more conscious. Now you've developed your, you've matured, you're at a different point in life and you get to say, all right, this is the criteria. And those folks who match the criteria are the ones whose opinions matter, <laughs> who, who are your confidants, who you trust to share certain things about yourself with. Right. And then the people who don't match, you can really, I want you to visualize moving them out of your world and onto their own planet. Right. And again, we're going to orbit each other, but what it helps me to remember is like part of boundaries is understanding if I'm clear that this person is not in my world, then the way that I'm going to engage, the kind of boundaries that I'm going to set forth are going to be very different. I'm going to, it's not that I need to walk around being on eggshells or on edge or like ready for, you know, a fight, any of that. We don't actually want any of that because then we are creating that energy in our own space, which attracts that. And then it works against us. So we're going to be neutral about the way that they do things and their needs and preferences we're going to be neutral. They're just being them, but they get to be them over there. And we get to have really clear boundaries of how we want to engage with them. And then that can help us to say, no, thank you. Or, okay. Or I'm not interested in that. Or, um, what, you know, these kinds of statements. And I'm thinking, especially of our former partners and co-parents, like we don't have to justify ourselves. We don't have to get into things with a, with a like level of sharing that would be appropriate with somebody in our world. Cause often, especially after divorce, it's not appropriate anymore. And it's unhelpful. It's really unhelpful if we're not in each other's worlds, because off generally, if we're not in the same world, then, then we're not actually like, especially I'm thinking of a situation where we have disagreements or different points of view, unless we've agreed that we're in a process to really hear each other, empathize and understand each other's point of view, unless we're both people are consciously verbally saying, I would like to understand, I'm actively seeking to, to understand your perspective, then any of our efforts to get them to change or see or 
apologize or right or wrong, like all of that is our own manufacturing of like, of excess potential that is just going to get in our own way because they're not available for that. Does that make sense? So with the boundaries piece, just have a look. And again, boundaries can be, oh, I have a thought, like I have some thought issues run rampant and I need to rein my negative thinking or like limiting self beliefs, limiting talk, right? Negative self-talk. I need to rein that in because I'm overstepping my own inner boundary of being kind to myself and self-loving, right? Or we could have a boundary with another, with somebody outside of ourselves. And again, I mean, we're talking about exes, but this can also be for the kids we love. We still get to have healthy boundaries and that's essential for their well-being and ours to establish. Your boundary could also be like the example I gave of space, right? Is there something with your physical space that you need to reaffirm, (laughs) reset a boundary, like the slime factory that became my dining room? Yes. No, we need a new boundary back. Reset the the slime factory boundary. Um, And it can also be time. Is there a time issue with work, with anything that you need to reset? And remember, like, you've got to be really protective. Your, your time is like, you're in the human world. It's like, it shows us where we're placing our attention and where we're giving our creative powers, right? So our time, just when we look at where we're placing it, what we're doing, what we're spending it on, it's really revealing, right? It shows us where we're prioritizing, where we're going to place all of our incredible creative power. And so we want to look at it because if you're giving too much of it to a place that isn't actually your, your personal priority, then that's a problem because you aren't taking what you deserve to have for yourself. Does that make sense? I think so. I hope so. And then C is clarity. So we got to reconnect with what, wait, why am I here? What am I doing? (laughs) What are my goals, right? This is a great time as we shift from the, you know, school summer and getting back into the school year. It's a great opportunity because of this transition to have a fresh look and look at like what's, you know, we're looking at the coming up not quite to the last quarter. Not, I don't want to scare you. It's not the last quarter, but we're, you know, in the second to last and heading into the end of the year. And, you know, most of us agree like the end of the year, November, December can kind of be a blur. So I want you to be really conscious and clear. Like, what is it? What is it that you're up to doing right now? What are your, what are your goals? What are you going after for right now? Like what, what's most important to you? And are you feeling powerful in relation to that? Are you feeling clear about it? And are you feeling then powerful about it? Because if you're not feeling clear, it's hard. You can't feel powerful about what you want to create if you're not clear about it, right? And if you're clear about it, but don't feel powerful, then you're, you're not able to build the impact, have the momentum, um, have the, you know, like your, your energy is diffused if you're not feeling powerful. So we want to feel both clear and then powerful. And this is something that I love helping clients with too. So this is a great place that if you're not sure what it is that you like, who you are now, what it is you want now, what the next phase is for you. And that could be professional and like on your soul level, like, well, what am I here for? And what do I want to do next in life? And what is really important to me? 
those kinds of questions. It also could be like, mm, I'm not feeling very clear about how to heal from where I am in this, this like part of my divorce journey, right? Maybe you're feeling like you got through some of the tough stuff in the thick of it. There's so much that comes at us with the, sep the physical separation and the legal process and all of that. And maybe there's a moment where you're, you know, now you're at a moment of, of lacking clarity of like, well, how do I, how do I actually feel like I have come through it and onto this other side? That could be another place. So maybe you're, you're aware that you're ready for that level of inner work and growth and healing so that you don't just feel like, oh, I came through the, you know, worst of it, I'm out of it, but you actually get to this place that I call the divine disruption, right? Where it's, you, you see why this was here for you. This was this awakening for you. You're grateful for it on your behalf and on your kid's behalf, right? And those are big things. So that also might be, so I just invite you to take a look at your most important priorities. Like what, what is most important to you right now? And are you feeling clear about how to get to where you want to go personally. And, and then this could be in terms of, again, your divorce transformation, um, but also, you know, bigger than that in life. And do you feel clear? And then the second question is, do you feel powerful in that? Because I want you to feel both because then, then that's really, like I said, where you can be leaping, not walking, but like leaping, flying toward what it is that you want and building that momentum and really feeling so, um, gratified and lit up and excited. We have this incredible life that we're living. And sometimes, um, when we're not clear, the confusion or the uncertainty, like uncertainty can come in, confusion can come in, um, fear or self-doubt can come in. Right. And so we want to really notice. And so I would also say, if any of those things are present, feeling unsure, feeling uncertain, like that's another way to notice that then the clarity probably needs some work, right? Because again, I often say like your vision for your future is your life rope, life, life rope. What was that? Life raft, <laughs> making up words. I don't even know what word that is. Life raft coming out of divorce because really does help buoy you. You want to know your direction, right? And if you don't have a vision for yourself, it's you, it, you, you are vulnerable then to other people's preferences, their, the power of their decisions, because you're not making decisions powerfully. Does that make sense? So we want to get you really clear because that helps you to set your own sails and sights and GPS and all the, all of those metaphors <laughs> for where you want to go. We want to get you where you want to go. So, and if you need any help with that, of course, that's what we do here at Happy Home and Love Life After Divorce and would love to help you get to this really exciting and just peace-filled, joy-filled, gratitude-filled space. Divorce is something we celebrate not because not from a place of like, "Oh, I'm so glad to be rid of this person," but from a place of, "Wow, like I'm on this human path and not all relationships are intended to last. Marriage is not all intended to last. Longevity is not the goal. Growth is the goal. Transformation is the goal. Evolution is the goal, right? And so we can celebrate the fact that, yeah, we've come through something really hard and there's all kinds of beauty that awaits when we unlock what's here for us, the gifts of what's here for us. So all right. I wish you a beautiful day. I'm going to go pick up Harper. We're going to go to ninth grade registration. No, 
my goodness. And I will be coming to you again really soon. And until then, as always, sending you so much love and so much sunshine. Have a beautiful day. Bye.